January 15th, we got a full day of NHL games here ahead of us. 10 on the schedule starting at 12 Eastern time. So we got a full slate of hockey games. We'll break those down for the bets that we have as well. If you guys have any questions in the chat, please send them in throughout the course of the show today as well. If you're watching, hit that like button, subscribe here. We're about 40 subscribers away from that 2000 mark. So continue to hit, continue to help us out here, continue to support the show. But before we can get into any of the games for today or how the boys weekend was, I want to remind everybody that today's show, as always, is sponsored by Betstamp. The easiest way to improve as a sports better is by using multiple sports books and always getting the best odds. We recommend using an odds comparison tool like Betstamp in order to help you do so. Betstamp compares odds across every sports book for games, futures, and player props so you can save time and money by checking Betstamp before you bet. Make sure to download the app today. It is available on iOS, Android, as well as on the web if that's how you prefer to use it. Also, if you are looking to sign up for a new sportsbook account, please check out the offers available at betstamp.app slash edgework. That's betstamp.app slash edgework. Make sure to uh, go there if you are looking to sign up for a sportsbook account because it does help support the show. I see a question here already. It's something we usually start every single day with, but Claudio asking, what's the overall record on the show this season so far? If you were betting $100 on all plays, well, Claudio... Season so far this year, you can see it also in the Betstamp app there in the Find Better section as Edgework HQ. But this year, we are 182, 174, and 4. 353 bets, and unfortunately, we can't do if you're betting $100 on all plays because we don't give out $100 on every single play that we do. Some of them are $50, some of them are $25, some of them can change dependent on confidence level in those plays. But we're still at a 68 percent ROI on the season so very strong start to the season for us there and you can track that all in the bet stamp app but uh guys how was this uh how was this weekend for everybody I mean so money Alex we talked about or Moretto at least made the joke on Twitter there if, if uh, that game went 3-1 in Nashville Islanders it was going to get to we're going to have to cancel edge work because we had we had the over we had the Islanders money line we had the regulation time draw and the Predators then win three to one uh the kiss of death by moretto both you guys were both uh involved in that one take us through this weekend a little bit and the plays given out on saturday including that islanders game yeah it's a it's a typical moretto behavior here right like <laughs> I, I don't know what he was thinking um that was a really frustrating game um and it just it it we we just we just talked about um how last week how the islanders are we we need to stop sugarcoating it with them like they're just a bad team and um of course we uh played them like the next game and then um that's that's a result of a bad team right like we 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 bet on a bad team they got the lead late give it up and then just and just collapsed our rest of the way right against against a Nashville team that really shouldn't be doing that to you so I mean that's what you get sometimes when you bet a bad team so it, it's you just gotta take you just gotta take it sometimes when when you're when you're doing that yeah not, yeah it, it was, I mean you go ahead yeah it was it was a it was a kind of a weird game for me personally because I actually had Nashville money line uh, Nashville had won 10 in a row against the Islanders, and, and, and I, I just kind of liked that trend. But I, the strongest play that I had in that game was the draw, which, you know, 1-1 one, one with about 30 seconds left seems like it's going to be cruising in, and all of a sudden you get, you know, the goal late. 
Nashville takes the lead, then they add another empty netter to kind of pour salt in the wound with about you know four seconds left. So three one is uh, the final score. But if you watch that game, it was much tighter than that. It was scoreless for you know about forty five minutes, and then uh, you know he said get the one goal, then you get a goal to tie it, and then you get those two late. So those things are going to burn you at times, and uh, you know it's just one game in the microcosm of them all. Especially when you talk about every team played on Saturday. So it you know you, you remember them, they stink for a little bit, but then they fade away in due time. Yeah. Uh, well, we go two and three there on Saturday uh, for the best bets on the Saturday best bets. And obviously those three losses all come in that Islanders game. We had the over, we had the Islanders money line, we had regulation time draw. Uh, and Moretto, he just, he killed us. He really, really killed us with that. Uh, so it is tough, but you can track let's, all uh, those. We do our stay transparent. Yeah, let's, uh, let's, let's, let's try to keep him off Twitter tonight. Yes. Yeah. Anything that's given out on this show, stay the hell away from Moretto. Um, there's a question here in the chat before we get into the games. I don't know if you guys want me to answer this. It's pretty simple here. Claudio asking. I think this is a ridiculous question, but Claudio says, would you guys consider Maple Leaf Stanley Cup contenders? Claudio, the easy answer to this is fuck no. This team does not have what it takes to win the Stanley Cup. They have all the skill in the world. They're a good team. They're not a great team. The biggest example that you can take a look at is what happened against the Colorado Avalanche the other night on Saturday. You're up 3-0 after the first period. Rob said it in our Edgework group chat there. That was probably the best period of hockey that we've seen the Maple Leafs play, not only this season, but in a very long time. That was that was near perfection from what the Maple Leafs did coming out in that game. You're hosting out the Avalanche at home. You come out, you're ready to go from the jump. You're creating opportunities, you're limiting opportunities against, you're maintaining what felt like a lot of the, the play, the... Um, and then all of a sudden you come out in the second period and it's like the first one never happened. You you were a different team in the second period and then the third period. And then on the flip side, the avalanche, why you can even see a bigger contrast there between the two teams is what the Leafs did in the second and the third team uh, period and then what the avalanche did when they came out in the second and the third period because that avalanche team came out ready to come back in that game even if they weren't going to complete it even if it wasn't going to be successful they were going to do everything that they could to make it a close game and try to come back and try to even things up against the Leafs this Leafs team is a pathetic joke of a fucking Stanley Cup contending team to slap that label on them that is not at all who they are that is a fraudulent label to give them they are not a Stanley Cup contender they do not deserve to be given the name or the title of Stanley Cup contender they're a good team who will make the playoffs and that is about it you've got a bunch of good players you are not a great team they're not a Stanley Cup contending team so hopefully that answers that that's Go that's where off, I'm at with the Leafs. Go off. <laughs> and I've been having to answer questions about this shitty team for the last couple of weeks here now. People are all happy because you go on this Western road trip and you beat Anaheim and San Jose twice. Like, let's have a reality check here, guys. Those are some of the worst teams in the NHL. That San Jose team might be one of the worst teams I've seen dress in a professional hockey game at this point. And now we're 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 here in in Toronto throwing parades because you beat San Jose twice. Like, yeah, the narrative around Toronto is that you lose to those teams regularly, but that doesn't mean that now because you've beat them twice or now because you've beat them three times in a row, something is different. It's it's just it's not there. And to slap that label on them of a, a Stanley Cup contender is 
it's delusional, to be honest with you. It's delusional of people in Toronto. It's delusional of people around the league to think that this team uh, is a real contender. They're not. They're, they're a skilled team. They're a talented team. They're a good team. They're not a great team. Uh, the final thing that I would say on this, and it's a line from the show Shorzy. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but uh, they don't hate to lose enough. They love to win. They love to get their points. They love to get their accolades. They don't hate to lose. McDavid, McKinnon, Crosby, those guys, they hate to lose. The Leafs, they don't hate to lose. So they're fine status quo. That's, yeah, that's, a, that's, a, that's a great point, right? And I mean, like a lot of times in sports and in life in general, um, when you talk to or when you're around very, very high performing people in general, right? It's not necessarily about the win, right? Like the win, yeah. the win is what was expected, right? So that's why um, when you when you do win, it's 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 not the same reaction. What it what it really comes down to is uh, is 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 the hatred and the fear of losing that that uh, that uh, drives a lot of people, yeah. a lot of successful people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like yeah. I look at McKinnon too. He looks like he wants to kill people when he's losing. Yeah. yeah. His own teammates included. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it's something that you can. I mean, you can say this about a lot of teams around the league. And, and you know, this is one of the things. Uh, you know. Nick Foligno, who got an extension with the Chicago Blackhawks for two years, but he's out with a broken finger. He mentioned this about a, a couple of months ago when you know the Hawks started going on their slide. Now, granted, we're talking about a completely different situation. This is just a bad hockey team that's really young. But the point he wanted to make, being the older guy in that locker room, is that yeah, he said these guys don't have that fear of losing, that fear of uh, uh, of being you know a bad team. They don't have. To, you know they're not used to carrying that stigma around of being a bad hockey team because they're just now in the league they're just happy to be yeah. there okay well now you're here and now you got to be uh you know performing at, at your highest level and there's some guys that aren't doing that okay they're young they're going to learn that in due time but you have to learn that that's the whole point of a rebuild that's what where i don't i don't see that with some of these teams that are rebuilding like you said like a san jose team san jose looks like they're 15 years away from even being a playoff team let alone a contender because they don't have guys out there that look like they, you know, give a shit and, and, and want to win every night, you know. And, and, and you got to battle through the fact that, yes, their team's better than you. Uh, and, and that's the thing when you look at even the top teams, like a Toronto. We talk about this all the time. We see them lay 250, lay 300, lay 350. And we're like, no, nah, they're probably going to lose laying those prices. But when we see that with other teams, we're like, oh, yeah, they're going to blow the doors off somebody because they don't have that. that they, there's a, a big on and off switch there with their competitive yep. fire, and it shouldn't be. You know, that, that switch should be on and it should be kind of covered with a bubble because you shouldn't be turning it off. And, and, and like I said, when you're a team that's gone this long, you just got out of the first round of the playoffs for the first time in 20 years. You haven't been to a conference final in 30 years. Lyndon Baines Johnson was the United States president the last time you guys won a Stanley Cup. Yeah, there needs to be that on switch to just stay on. You know, until you've won something, until you've accomplished something, that on switch should stay on. You should be, you know, coming through with fire every single night, especially against bad teams. Yeah, no one yeah. should be celebrating. I talked about this on, on Ice Guys, but Ian, that game, that San Jose-Toronto game, when, when you know, that big blowout win, we both love San Jose in that spot. Why? Because that seemed like a spot where Toronto's going to lay an egg on a Tuesday night in a quiet crowd, no atmosphere, and they're not going to feed off of anything and end up getting trounced. Now, they did what they're supposed to do, blow the doors off the worst team in the league, but we can't celebrate them or give them extra pats on the back, give them an extra fucking ice cream cone in the locker room because of that. No, that's just supposed to do. You're one of the top teams in the league. Yeah, yeah. 
no, I 100% agree. And I think the other thing, like, with this as well, too, is you, you Alex, you talked about flipping a switch there. Like, these guys, you, you, you can't just have that switch go on and off like that. It's either on and you have it or you don't. And yeah. someone was talking to me last night after the Leafs game about it and messaging me. And it's a pretty good point I, I had not really thought of either as well as, like, Think about those guys who are in the upper echelon of the league, the superstar players who you can look at, uh, like I had mentioned some of those guys, McKinnon, Crosby, uh, McDavid, the guys in Tampa, the guys in Florida who are the top tier players there. Boston, those guys as well. During the regular season, yeah, not every single game is an A-plus game, but your level of intensity and your effort for those guys all season is 100. And then you get to the playoffs and it's 110. These guys in Toronto, it's like all season, their effort is like 80, 85, and then they get to the playoffs and they're like, now let's go to 100. And it's like, well, you're already a step behind because everyone else has gone to the 110, you're at 100. And now you're trying to go up from being half-ass all season to now bringing the intensity. Like you just can't get there sometimes with that switch. It just it just doesn't work that way. Um, so it's, it's a... It's a frustrating time here in Toronto I'm not gonna lie I don't know how people could have any type of positivity about this team moving forward but I think that that unless you guys have any other comments here about the Leafs I think that that'll <laughs> that'll do it for uh, for that Leafs uh, portion of this morning's show um I think I see Nebraska okay thank you <laughs> I see Nebraska knows some stuff you're saying uh, that's a line we need to carry into our handicapping in regards to uh, hate losing enough well here on the Edgework show we hate losing enough. That's what leads to us being at a 6.8% ROI through 353 bets so far in the season. And let's kick it off here today. We got 10 games ahead of us, so we'll get into all of those. If you do enjoy the show here today, please hit the like button, subscribe here to the channel. We appreciate all the support. And if you have questions about today's games, anything you're looking at, any bets you're looking at or wondering what our thoughts are, please send them in there as well. We'll try to get to those throughout the show today too. But let's start here today with the Sabres hosting the San Jose Sharks, a team that Alex and I had some choice words for within the first 10 minutes of the show. But Buffalo minus 260 here tonight against the Sharks. We're seeing a total of six and a half right now. Alex, what are your thoughts on where this game is lined and what the total is? I haven't heard a thing you said. I've just seen that you're talking. What a game are we all know? Uh, Buffalo San Jose here. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Okay, so this game, yeah, and this game, uh, keep in mind, it's going to start at 12 noon. It got moved around because the Buffalo Bills are going to be playing their uh, AFC uh, playoff game against Pittsburgh today, the whole weather situation, which seems to still be a mess based on what I've seen on Twitter this morning. But uh, nonetheless, these two teams are going to play. And, you know, San Jose, as we mentioned, worst team in the league. Now you're, you know, bouncing around in this long road trip. You got this earlier than, than usual start time. San Jose is not even a team that, home roll really plays a lot of day games and now you're kicking this thing all the way to an internal body clock for pacific uh teams of 9 a.m this feels like it could be one of those games where it's just kind of a slop fest we don't see a lot of teams doing too much and i'm seeing unders uh yesterday you were able to get some plus prices with the unders i was actually able to grab a plus 110 at points bet now we're seeing it kind of bottom out a little bit you, you know still within the pick em range for under six and a half and i don't play too many unders I feel like this game could definitely go under that six and a half. I don't think we're going to see a lot of scoring chances. Uh, this Buffalo team has been really up or down. They lost uh, that close one nothing game against Vancouver where Demko was just absolutely phenomenal. Uh, Vancouver shutting things down, playing good defense, finding ways to win a game that so many, I'm sure you can agree, they would have lost that game two or three years ago uh, and find a way to, to grind out the one nothing win. That's a heartbreaker for a Buffalo team that's just been struggling to find consistent offense all year. So under six and a half at a minus a dollar five, I'm taking a shot with that. 
or so under six and a half. Uh, we'll lock that in. We'll recap all the bets at the very end of the show, so don't worry about that if you do miss something or you're wondering what else we've played here. But first bet of the day, under six and a half, minus one hundred four there. So, Money, what are your thoughts on this game? You got, you got a disgusting play for us, or maybe not? <laughs> it, it won't be disgusting, but I but I see that Jeremy has entered the chat, and I kind of feel weird not um, do, talking about a game without him having his lineup there first, right? So just waiting <laughs> for him to uh, have, his, have his lyric there. Um, no, but um, it's one of those things where I'm, I... I completely agree with Alex. I, I'm on the on, on the under. I've, um, I'm I'm on the under as well. So it's going to be a double best bet there. Um, Buffalo, they for as much as they've struggled defensively um, the last month or so, um, I am seeing signs of them starting to tighten it up. Right, they are starting to play better better defensively. We saw it against the Canucks. Even that game against Ottawa, they lost that game five three. Um, I did, or, or sorry, they won that game 5-3. I, I, I didn't score that game anywhere near eight goals, right? So, um, and there was a lot of bad, a lot of bad goaltending there, which is what you, we, we have come to expect from from Buffalo this year. There's a lot of inconsistent goaltending, so that's kind of what what um, holds their, what 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 kind of brings their totals up. It's not necessarily their 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 style of play. It's more so their goaltending, right? So, um, even if they get average goaltending they they should profile as an under team in this situation even if they don't get average goaltending we're expecting a san jose team to kind of take advantage of that and that's not something that um well that's that's something i'm i'm willing to to uh, to bet against like we've done all season right so at a at a six and a half against a team that does profile as an under team but could have some goaltending issues against a team that I don't believe can take advantage of that. Um, then that's the reason why I'm, I'm I'm in on the under six and a half with uh, with with Alex. All right, look at that double best bet there to start the show today. Uh, under six and a half, Buffalo, San Jose minus one hundred four. Lock that in. Bunch more games here today. We'll get to those. Um, and Jeremy, no, no, no sharks minus one and a half. We're not, we're not getting that disgusting here uh, on this Monday morning. Um, but let's move on to the next game here. We got the Boston Bruins hosting the New Jersey Devils. Boston minus one sixty-two here at home. New Jersey plus one forty-six. A total currently sitting at six right now. So, money. What are your thoughts on where this game is currently lined at uh, for uh, for this one p.m. game? Um, I did play the over here. Um, I we we talked about it last week. Um, Boston um, was a was a struggling to to uh, generate off offensively. Um, I'm kind of um, switching on that a little bit because I do see signs of them um, of them kind of breaking out here. I I think they're close to um, to uh, putting some goals on the board here. They they lost that game against Vegas two one, um, but I didn't feel that. Um, they were as poor, poor offensively going going into that game, and that's and that St. Louis game as well. They've they've started generating a lot of offense now, and um, they're just um, the the puck hasn't been going into the net. But I do feel that they are a team, and um, they they are primed for a for a for an offensive breakout here. And against the Devils, a team that another team that doesn't get consistent goaltending, um, even though they we saw in that Florida game. They they gave up one goal. Um, 
I didn't score that game as them giving up one goal, right? So um, they got they they got some great goaltending from Dawes in that game, and um, I will bet against that happening again, right? Like this, um, just 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 because they played an under game, it doesn't change the fact um, about how much they've been giving up lately, um, and how inconsistent their goaltending has been. Not just in the short term, but 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 throughout the whole season. So I think that um, this is a prime game to get some goals here. I've got the over six, and I played it up to minus. Well, I would play it up to up to minus one eighteen here. All right, so lots of room there. Uh, you see minus one oh nine, so that's where we're gonna lock that in. Minus one ten, minus one fifteen. Make sure to shop around again. Use BetStamp, and if you want to sign up for a new book, betstamp.app/hedgework. But there you go, minus one oh nine. First play locked in. Uh, Mike Bromberg here in the chat saying, waiting for Alex to say ply, uh, play t- the tie for this game. Uh, Alex, is that where you're headed on this uh, on this Bruins-Devils game? Yes, absolutely. When you've got a team in the Boston Bruins who have played four straight games past regulation, uh, and these are two teams that are going to be fighting for points the rest of the way. New Jersey's got to try to climb out of that little bit of a hole they've got themselves into. And it's going to be a tight race in the Metro throughout. So you still have six, seven teams who are going to be playing like they're still uh, legitimately in the playoff race. Boston, of course, right there in the middle of things, too. So I expect a close battle. But I do also like that first period overlook as well. We've seen that cash uh, with Boston now for the last six games overall. New Jersey's on a 7-3 and three run to the first period over. And you can get that laying thirty or less. So I'll be playing a half unit on the first period over and a half unit on the regulation draw. All right, three best bets in this game. So we're going to take the over 6, minus 109. The first period over one and a half minus one eighteen, and then as well we're gonna take the regulation draw half unit here plus three forty. So uh, three best bets for the Bruins Devils game here today. Make sure you uh, stick it out till the end of the show. If you're missing anything, you want to know what we did bet. Uh, if not, you can also see it all in the Betstamp app. Uh, find better section Edgework HQ. Make sure to check that out. You can see all the plays throughout the course of this season. But there you go. Lots of action so far to start the day. You come out, come out firing for the boys here this morning, uh, getting things ready to go right off the jump. A um, couple more games, so we've got some best bets in here. So we'll get to continue to get to those. Let's take a look at this Canucks Columbus Blue Jackets game. So money cannot. Uh, I every time I go on Twitter, I feel like I'm seeing you tweet about the Vancouver Canucks here. Um, Taking on the Columbus Blue Jackets here today, minus 200, despite being on the road, seeing a total of six and a half. What are your thoughts in this game? Where the Canucks are currently priced at, if this is fair, uh, as well as what the total is at? Well, I mean, what what can you say about this Canucks team at this point, right? Like, they, they are winning these games that they shouldn't be winning, but it's not something I I hold against them in the sense that they are at the toughest point of their schedule right now in terms of the seven game trip and all the games that they've been playing over the last uh, 50 to 60 nights. Um, so them not playing well within a game um, is expected and it's okay at this point in their schedule. But what is surprising, pleasantly surprising is that they're just finding ways to win, right? Like um, in that, in that Buffalo game, that was a, a situation where we kind of um alex and i discussed this on friday as well where this could have been a situation where they don't have their legs right and a, a large portion of that game they didn't have their legs so so that was that was expected but 
they found a way. And um, Alex alluded to it er earlier in the show that that's not a game that they win two, three years ago. Right. So, yeah, it's important at this time of year when you're kind of in like the like the tough point of your schedule where you're just trying to accumulate as much as 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 many points as possible. That's a sign of a of a good content of a good contending team, which is I think we sh we should have the Canucks there now as like a like a like a legitimate contender that is sh that is flawed by 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 a couple of pieces that could be addressed. So in this game, yes, Canucks are inflated. There's no there's no question Canucks are inflated. They're 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 sitting upwards of what like minus two hundred, minus two twenty now. Yeah, of course they're of course they're inflated, right? It's as especially with the portion of their season and where they are in their in their in their road trip, but um, and um, against the Columbus team that um, sometimes they show up, sometimes they don't. I we, we don't really know what, what we're gonna get out of Columbus, but yes, Canucks are inflated. But um, I'll leave it to Alex here. But it's not something that that um, that I all have any 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 involvement here. All right. Well, Alex, we talked about uh, someone saying there that the Canucks number is a little bit inflated. Would this be an opportunity for you to want to jump on the other side and play some Columbus? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's several factors here. You talk about Vancouver being on the road for for a long time, having that tough one nothing win in Buffalo. Then, oh, yeah, by the way, they got to try and get out of this massive snowstorm. They had to drive out of the country, go to Toronto to then fly to Columbus. Uh, that took a, up a lot of time. And now they're getting in. Talking about another uh, Pacific team playing an internal body clock game of 10 a.m. Uh, against a Columbus team where I can't imagine the crowd's going to be rocking and rolling. May not be a lot, maybe hard for both teams to try to get some energy early in that contest. You've also got Elvis Merzlikens playing in net. We heard the comments from him earlier in the week. He's not happy. He's basically feels like he's been demoted to a third string level with this franchise and with all the things that he's been through mentally and personally. I can imagine that he's once out of town. So this is kind of a showcase game for him. Anytime we see him in net, he's looking to kind of uh, leave the building, as I should say, uh, Elvis for Columbus. So you add that, all that in to the fact that they're catching 180 at home and they've won five of the last seven meetings. I'm all over Columbus here on the money line. All right, we'll take the uh, Columbus Blue Jackets plus 180 money line there. Uh, lock that in here. Uh, we got five plays so far to start the show this morning. We'll continue to go on for other games that we've got here as well. If you guys have questions in the chat about any games as well that you'd like covered, please send them in there. We'll try to get to those here throughout the course of the show as well. But uh, moving on, uh, well, let's take a look first. Uh, next up here at the... Nashville Vegas game. Now this Vegas team is a team that has given us some trouble here. And if this was a Moretto show, I think we'd all know exactly what side he'd be leading to with these predators. But currently looking at Vegas minus 115 Nashville plus 106 here on the road, a total of five and a half. Uh, so money, what are your thoughts on where this game is currently at in this lower total? Can we pull up the, um, pull up the total screen? Five and a half right. over minus one nineteen. The under there for people. You can find the best price available at plus one fifteen. So I had um, I've I've played the under six here, um, and I have it up to um, minus one twenty two on the uh, on on the under six. Um, Nashville um, right now, for the most part, they're having trouble generating offense, um, and um, they are playing decently well. They're playing decent defensively as well here, so um, I do I do like the under here. Um, Vegas 
So Vegas is a it's an interesting team because I don't think that their that their struggles are are um, kind of a foreshadowing of like their like long term prospects here because I do think that um, they've been dealing with a lot of injuries and as they get healthy I think that that this Vegas team is going to start playing better and 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 start getting better too but for now um, for the most part they're another team that's having trouble generating offense right so um, I think both. Both teams struggling on offense. There's, um, they they both have their defensive blueprint uh, blueprints in place here, um, so that's why the under six um, was 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 a little bit high. We it 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 has taken some money. Obviously, I already bet this earlier, but um, I think up to um, up to minus one twenty one, um, we're good on the under six here. All right, so we'll grab minus 115 on the under six. Uh, that is pretty widely available, and you can find some minus 120s out there as well. So we'll lock that in. Uh, Alex, any thoughts on this game for yourself? Yeah, I think this is going to be a kind of a close battle, and you look at the history, two of the last three meetings have gone past regulation here. So I feel like this could be a game where both teams kind of play a little slow, look to grab a point, and uh, we'll go with the regulation draw here at a decent price. Uh, the regulation draw here? Yes. Uh, okay, we can find that best price plus three twenty-three. Uh, you want to take that full full unit on this one? That'll be a half unit. Okay, half unit there plus three twenty-three on the regulation time draw uh, between Nashville and Vegas as well. So lock in yet another play here. We continue to fire. We're gonna have plays everywhere. So let's just hope and pray that Moretto stays the hell off Twitter so money. You made the joke ahead of the show here, but based on the way that this one has gone, with the amount of plays that we have, we don't need that. Uh, we don't need that. In, I wasn't in joking. Anything we've done. Yeah, like we don't need that at all. So we'll continue to move on here. A couple more games to take a look at. Next one that I know you guys have a bet in here or taking a look at and potentially having a bet in is the St. Louis Blues hosting the Philadelphia Flyers. St. Louis here minus 111. The Flyers plus 101 right now. Best price available and a total currently sitting at six on books like Pinnacle. But you can find some other six and a halfs out there. So money, what are your thoughts on where this one is currently sitting at? I think that the the Blues are a little bit short right now, um, but I'm not I'm not rushing to kind of bet against the Flyers right now either because they're they're another team that kind of went through a poor stretch of games, um, not necessarily in terms of results in the games, but 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 the way that they were playing, um, and we're seeing now them kind of kind of find their footing a little bit. So um, in the end, I decided to stay away from this game. Um, but um, if I can get the Blues um, kind of down to into the minus 107, 108 range, um, that is where I'm more I'm more inclined to bet the Blues. But for now, um, I will stay away just because the Flyers are starting to um, starting to kind of come out of their their little poor stretch there. All right, and Alex, anything for you? Obviously, we're not quite getting there for us, but uh, anything for you there? Yeah, this one, not not too much. This would be a lean maybe toward the draw, but that's not one of my favorite plays, so this is a pass for me on this. All right, well, uh, we'll go on to the next game here, and I see Charles asking, thoughts on the Florida game? Uh, I, he likes the under for that one. The Florida-Anaheim game, you're currently seeing Florida minus 350 here against the Ducks. The Ducks plus 320, and a total of 6.5, but you can find some plus money out there on the under 6.5 if you shop around. Uh, what do you, where do you guys come in on this game? Do you have any opinions on it? Is there any other way you play it? Do you agree with Charles here on the under? 
Yeah, uh, the only thing I like here is actually the draw. And the reason for this is, is systematic. The last three meetings that took place in Florida between these teams have all gone past uh, regulation. That's, that's pretty much what I'm right with. With that big of a price at plus four, plus four fifty, and you've got two teams that you know, it's a, a Ducks team that hasn't really been able to generate a ton of offense, uh, a Panthers team that, despite the great run that they've been on, now that we've seen them lose, and this is something we can kind of see over the years with teams that have gone along winning or losing streaks. As soon as they that streak kind of ends, we tend to see that next game either being another win or another loss accordingly. So uh, I could see this one being kind of a, a close, sloppy game, and 450s worth definitely betting on uh, with the regulation spot. So I'm going to go a half unit on that as well. All right, half unit plus 450 there. Uh, so many, obviously, Charles had kind of asked about the under. Do you have any thoughts on that, where the total is currently at? Yeah, I am. Um... I, I just bet the under just a, a little while ago. Um, I'm with Charles here. I think uh, I think he nailed it. Every, anytime you see a six and a half in a Florida game that's not juiced to the under, um, I think you got to do it. This is a team that um, significantly profiles to the under, but um, they are their their totals do get um, do kind of get boosted up because um, just just they're like what what the market thinks of them in general um and that doesn't necessarily uh, bear out on the ice so a significant under team um anaheim profiles as an under team as well so we're getting two two teams that for the most part um don't generate as much offense as a six and a half total should indicate and a florida team that is um that's that's a that's elite defensively right so um I'm I'm on the under six and a half. Um, I think we can easily get it up to minus one ten. So um, that's that's where we're going to be here and um, and shop around because there's some plus plus money out there too. If if you can get an under six and a half plus money with with these two teams right now, man, like you're you're laughing. So let's get um, let's let's lock in that under six and a half. All right, uh, we'll grab that under six and a half in that game. Uh, there's a couple more here on the schedule that we haven't yet got gotten to. So I'll open the floor to you guys who obviously went through the ones that we knew ahead of time you guys were going to be looking at for plays. But uh, Alex, we'll start with you. Anything else left on the board here today that you're looking at? Maybe we haven't gotten to. Uh, maybe you haven't gotten there quite yet. You'll bet, bet during the course of the day today or any games that you're going to be looking at to play live. Yeah, well, you got the Islanders playing uh, tonight here in St. Paul against the Wild. I'll be looking at the draw and that. That's something that I've pretty much been kind of nearly auto-playing with uh, the New York Islanders, one of the, the top teams to go past regulation. But I'm also looking at this Hurricanes-Kings game, and I might take a, a small shot here with the Hurricanes on the money line, uh, laying a bit of a price. They have dominated uh, L.A. They have won four, five, six, seven, eight of the last meetings, including the last two going past regulation. So this is one of those where you can maybe make a hurricanes and draw kind of a split. So maybe go half unit each on uh, hurricanes laying uh, the price around a dollar 45 and a little bit on the draw and uh, regulation as well. All right. Uh, before we go ahead and lock this in so money, any thoughts on this Canes Kings game here? Uh, no, I'll, um, I'll, I'll pass on it for now. Obviously, um, Kings are a team that I I don't feel they're nearly as bad as they've played during this stretch. I think that their um, that their goaltending has really let them down. Which I mean, Talbot was at an unsustainable level to to uh, to start the season as well. So that's not necessarily surprising. But um, until they 
they start turning their play around, which I think is it is inevitable. Um, un, until that happens, um, I will I, I will pass for now. I was especially kind of did I was especially discouraged by the Kings um, in that um, in those two Florida games because they are a team obviously that is primed to turn around, but um, it starts on the ice and like I. And like, oh, of course, we we know that I don't really care about the final score, but um, they they didn't play well in those games in a situation okay. where I thought they they should be turning it around. So until I see them, um, see see what my thoughts on them translate onto the ice, um, that's a team that I just I I can't get behind right now, even though I want to. So um, so it's a game that that I'll pass. Uh, one game I am looking at, and should be no surprise, is the Penguins against uh, against against Seattle here. Un- unfortunately, I do think that it's um, that it's out of range in the in the minus one forties. If we can get a low minus one thirty on this game, um, that is where 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 I would want to bet the Penguins. But we'll see if it gets there. Um, for now, um, for now, I've got nothing. But we need minus look in. We need low minus one thirties there. Okay. Uh, I think that'll do it for today's show in terms of the games, unless you guys have any other ones that are uh, jumping out, but I've pretty much covered everything there. Now, in regards to what the bets are that we have for today, we'll go through all of these. You can find them all in the bet stamp app in the find better section, but there are a lot of plays today. So bear with us as we go through these and uh, I will get specify each one, whether it's a full unit or a half unit. So Pay attention, but uh, here we go. We'll rip through these here now. These are all the picks that we have for tonight that we're giving out on the show here today. We're going to start with the San Jose Sabres game. We're going to go under 6.5, minus 104 for a full unit there. The Columbus Blue Jackets money line, plus 180, full unit on that one. The Ducks Panthers, under 6.5, plus 100, full unit. The Ducks Panthers regulation draw, plus 450, a half unit on that. The Devils Bruins, first period over one and a half, minus 120, half unit there. Devils Bruins, regulation time draw, plus 340, half unit there. The Devils Bruins over six, minus 109 for a full unit on that one. Now continuing on a couple more games here. The Hurricanes money line, minus 144 for a half unit, as well as the Kings Hurricanes regulation draw, plus 340, half unit there. Now we're going to take a look at the Preds-Vegas game. Two best bets in this one. Nashville-Vegas, uh, regulation time draw, plus 323, half unit. And then finally, the Preds-Vegas, under 6, minus 115 for a full unit there. Those are all the picks that we have for today. If you did enjoy the show, please hit that like button. Subscribe here to the channel. We're just about 40 subscribers away from 2,000. Once that happens, we can open things up and maybe do some uh, watch-alongs. We'll be adding more content here to the channel over the next little while. So stay tuned for that as well. You can turn on notifications. You get notified every single time something pops up, whether it is the Monday through Friday, 10.30 a.m., uh, daily pick shows if it's videos that come out breaking things that that are down that are happening around the league or if it is these watch alongs that'll be happening later in the day you won't want to miss anything so subscribe here to the channel turn on notifications like the stream here today we do appreciate all the support so money alex thank you guys for taking the time to do this go through all these games here today a lot of plays given out so uh hit the like button for these gentlemen here we'll see so money back here on thursday morning alongside russ We'll see Alex back here on Friday. Thank you guys for doing this. Thanks to everyone in the chat for tuning in here this morning. 
a lot of plays, a lot of games to go through. So we do appreciate you taking the time to do this here with us this morning. But we'll see everyone back here tomorrow at 10.30 a.m. Eastern time. Enjoy the games today. Good luck on your bets.